Welcome again to Emissaries of Profits, presented by Androids and Assets. I'm Marshall. And I'm Stephen. And we have a special treat for you today. That's right. We are going to have a a special guest summarizer. Uh, So this is uh, Negus, and uh, Candice is going to summarize this episode. So why don't you you do that summary, Candice? (laughs) You can cut this if it's really bad, okay? That's funny. Okay. Okay. Uh, Negus. That's the kid's name that the episode's about. It's about a kid who doesn't like to play space soccer, right? Like they play on, where, what are we? Yeah, it's Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Deep yeah. Space Nine, yeah. Yep, they're yes. on Deep Space Nine. The, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so he, one day, his dad really wants him to play space soccer, but he doesn't like it, right? So one day he uses the replicator to replicate himself to go play in his place. And then the replication of himself replicates himself again. It's like that movie Multiplicity, you know, and the fifth one is a super negus, right? (laughs) One might call it a uh, grand negus. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And, of course, in the end, there's enough neguses that they start their own soccer team, and he he ends up liking it when he can only play with himself. (laughs) (laughs) The long and the short of it is the negus likes to play with himself. (laughs) Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The problem is he's a ball hog. He doesn't like sharing it. But when he's sharing it with the other himself, it's fine, right? The Nagus plays with himself and he's a bit of a ball hog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's like fitting with, with the, all the sexual innuendo of Deep Space Nine as I know it. <laughs> Deep Space Nine, famous for sexual innuendo. The end. Oh. Th- thank you That's for perfect. that. Yeah, that um, was so. There, there you have it. That if you is, haven't written Star Trek episodes, you need to start. <laughs> uh, yeah, we get archive of our own yeah. is just waiting for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they need you. I mean, that solid premise. <laughs> that 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 works for any sci-fi franchise from from Twilight Zone up. You yeah, know? no, like, I mean yeah. that's uh, yeah, that's definitely just, definitely like a is, yeah. staple. Yeah, that's sci-fi like a classic. Episode. No, I would. It's all there. I can't yeah. wait until we see that episode. Yeah. Yeah. So we're looking at episode 10. March 21st, 21st of March, 1993. 1993. Yeah. That's Great. The, uh, the date. Yeah. And, and in this in this week's episode, we've got uh, a quirk-heavy episode. So this is a, this is a good one, i got to say. I like I liked this. Um, the Grand Negus, who is Pope slash CEO slash president of the Ferengi. We don't know. We don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, shows up at the station. Um, and Quark, much to Quark's consternation, because, I mean, you never want, you never want someone high in authority come poking around your, your stuff. It's just, it's not good. And so he's afraid the Nagus is going to, like, take his bar away or something. Um, Hostile takeover. Yeah, he's afraid, yeah. It's like, oh, man, I'm doing too well, and the Nagus is just going to come and take it away from me. Um Negus being played by, you know, uh, our everyone's favorite Sicilian, the uh, Wallace Shawn. Um, yeah, who's who's great at it, who plays a very perverted old super rich guy uh, extremely well. Um, I mean, the, uh, the Negus has a, has a son, a, a rather sycophantic idiot son, who he's trying to, like, prepare to succeed him, but it's not working out. Uh, and then they have a conference at Quark's with all the Ferengi bigwigs, uh, to decide how they're going to despoil um, trade in the Gamma Quadrant. Did I say right, Gamma? 
That's Gamma. right. Okay, I've really been hung up on this. Um, yeah, so they're, they're going to do trade in Gamma Quadrant. Like, hey, we have a great opportunity. No one knows us there. So because they haven't heard our name, uh, we can cheat them better, basically. Yeah. So it's a virgin territory. They're very excited. They're going for it. Uh, and then much to everyone's surprise, the Nagus names Quark as his successor and then promptly dies. Yeah. He says, I'm too old. I can't be the Nagus anymore. You need somebody, you know, with the lobes who can take me into yeah. the Gamma Quadrant. Quark's in charge. He's going. He's going in. Uh, Quark is king now. Well, that makes Quark very more nervous. <laughs> yeah, nervous uh, and excited, but yeah. 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 Uh, and then pretty soon he's getting death threats, and he's, like, all scared. You know, he's like, oh, my God. Heffy is the head that carries the crown. Ferengi head staff <laughs> of the Nagus. Right, yes, um, yeah. And it's funny. We learn the office of the Nagus, we learn, is basically, like, doesn't come with a staff. You know, it's basically like just a Well, it comes a with a staff. Yeah, <laughs> literally a staff. Yeah, yeah. It's like okay, well, you're Nagus now. Uh, you, here's all the moral authority. You have to. Yeah, you actually, don't. You don't have employees. You don't have yeah. like a a large bureaucracy. Yeah, there's no transition team. Yeah, there's no no, no White House ship. Uh, nothing is just all like it's just all. There wasn't even any appoint, appointment positions for him to neglect to fill. Uh, <laughs> they weren't even there. Anyway, yeah. So and pretty soon death. There are death threats from other senior Ferengi, and then before you know it, there's, like, an attempt on Quark's life. Quark is losing his shit right now. Um, in the end, and all through all this time, he's just he's just shitting on Rom. Rom's like, well, I can take over the bar now, and you can go. And he's like, no, you need to continue to be perpetually under my thumb forever, Rom. Um, so... Death, the death, the death, the assassination attempts continue, culminating in um, Quark confronting Rom, who is the guy trying to kill him. In fact, <laughs> uh, Rom with the Nagus's uh, washout son, and uh, and then the Nagus reveals himself from the shadows, like I didn't actually die; I was just testing you, my son. And like you, you fucked up. You weren't supposed to kill Quark. You're supposed to, you know, use him, a, use him as a puppet, and then quietly take over years later. Yeah, you, you, you were in fool. a position of power and authority. Like, yeah. you were one of the Nagus's two advisors. Yeah. Why would you throw that all away? Yeah, why, why would you throw... Yeah, you are supposed to let... Misman- you were supposed to manage him. Um, so, then that's... That's, in, a, in effect, the episode. That's um, it. We get we get two rules of acquisition taught to us. Yeah. So, um, so we, we can have, we have some rules of acquisition music, please. Yes, thank you. Okay, all right. The first rule of acquisition. Once you have their money, never give it back. And we also get the everyone's favorite rule of acquisition, the sixth rule of acquisition, which is never let family get in the way of opportunity. So words to live by right there, I think. Yeah, ethics. Those ethics. are the ethics. Yeah, these are the ethics. These are these are anyway. This taught in schools on Ferenginar. Uh it's good enough for me. So <laughs> that I don't know, it was kind of a weird episode. I mean, it was just mainly about royal succession, ostensibly. 
um, <laughs> the politics of Regency, uh, which, you know, is, is always fun. That's always, it's not something that comes up in everyday conversation. So, you know, it's something <laughs> we get to think about very often. <laughs> what do you think about re- succession? How is, how is it best to shape a king? <laughs> Well, I, I'm in favor of having a short regency in which, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm the king is trained up. Very impressed. Well, not impressed. That's not the right word. I'm shocked. I'm shocked that, uh, like, the 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 office of Grand Nagus isn't bought and sold. Right? Yeah, that's actually crazy to me. That the Nagus somehow just like names a successor, but I would have really thought that like. The Negus would either die or would like sell the position to the next person. I'm like, well, I'm about to retire. Yeah, I'll start taking bids now for the office of Negus. Yeah, and yeah, if you think if you think my money, if you think dollar makes right, then you think they would have a system where like yeah, it follows the money. Like the yeah. person, the person who can pay the most to fill the fill the post. It should be like the president of the United States. You exactly. Know? Like, <laughs> exactly. Uh, because then once. Again, like the president of the United States, once you're in the position, you can use it to make more money for yourself. Yeah, it's a very, very lucrative opportunity. Yeah. See, look at me. I, I'm half. I'm very Ferengi already. Like you could host, you know, uh, large meetings yeah. of the Federation and uh, the Cardassians and and the Bajorans yeah. at your estate. You know. And yeah. act as a neutral third party. Yeah, you can facilitate deals. You can, and you know, and the best, you know, you could like, you know, you could issue, lar- you know, so let's say the Ferengi financial district is in trouble and they have these credit bond packages and they oversold the credit bond packages uh, with, with a degree of stability that was not as advertised. And that, and that triggers a massive sell-off and then the, the Ferengi financial district, you know, financial industry is severely devalued. You could issue them just large amounts of, of you know, of, liquid assets um, yeah liquid assets you could you know they could quantitatively ease their debt um you know and then when you get out they could just pay you a massive stipend for the rest of your life yeah uh, like they could know. buy the office yeah. of of uh yeah negus from you yeah for a substantial sum yeah yeah and then that, that's Done. like and that's the that's the favor you got like yeah you're good like totally you know, yeah i was i was shocked that it was yeah. not bought you sold. could invade a neighboring planet for to extract a resource uh, from that planet, uh, you know, so like maybe a dilithium rich wadi planet, and you could go there, and you could invade it uh, when you're, and then retire to the board of a of a dilithium crystal corporation that that's that's extracting profit from, uh, you know, that planet. Yeah, you know, these are all just very fanciful a- examples oh, sure. of what a leader could do. Yeah, in yeah. a Ferengi setting, uh, especially especially given. That uh, somehow, so uh, the Grand Negus's son, Crax, I think yeah, that was his name. It's Crax, yeah. Uh, gets the opportunity to sell the Grand Negus's body after yeah. the funeral. Yeah. That, that, That's the tradition of. And this is what I, I mean, it seems like it's a really hard thing to be able to fake your own death as <laughs> Negus because Crax yeah. says, uh, with someone with the prestige of the Negus, Immediately upon their death, their body is cremated. Not cremated. What does he say? Like freeze dried and like desiccated. Yeah, yeah. and the <laughs> powderized. Yeah, the pay. The the yeah. The powdered yeah. remains are are then sold off, and he gets the profit from all of his father's the vials of his father's desiccated corpse. Yeah, at, which are selling for like twenty 
20 bars gold pressed latinum a piece. I mean, is presumably a good price. They're going to they're going to double in value next increase year, in so. value, yeah. Cuz I guess Like I think if the queen died, oh yeah. And you could buy parts of her body. Yeah. You could fund the royal family for you know, at least a year. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. People will buy like plates with her picture on it if they could buy her left pinky toe. Yeah. Like yeah, I just want like I just want one eighth of a kidney. Yeah, you know exactly. Something, yeah, something to keep on, something to keep in a in a jar next to my grandma's blood. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Something on my mantle shelf. Something irreplaceable. Uh, something irreplaceable. You know, not like a dress uniform. <laughs> anyway, so here we are doing this thing, um, with Quark being the the puppet. <laughs> yeah. So Quark Quark is now like the, the yeah. you know he's the Grand Negus, and it's weird because then he he just gets to hand out like choice opportunities yeah, he, for expansion in the Gamma Quadrant. People come to him in supplication and they're like, I really want to be able to like have the dilithium crystal business in the Gamma Quadrant. Yeah, it's like, like yeah, it's like a cartel. And he's like, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I could see why you would have that business. But like, you know, I also have a family member who wants that business. And the guy's like, yeah, but I'm going to give you 50-50 of the profits. And you're like, Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The business is yours. Yeah, here's here's your royal char- here's your Nagel charter. Yeah, <laughs> my Grand Negus charter. But he doesn't have a staff to do research on these people. He doesn't like he has no way of knowing whether the person that he's given the charter to yeah is actually reliable in any way in that business, other than you know like their own. Yeah, promise. yeah. There's no there's no tender. There's no. Yeah, it's all very. Uh, what? Yeah, all the, well, you know, you know, like they're the mafia. You know, these kids, Carpathia. You know, it's, it's like I know. Yeah, but nephew, these are people you know? who like are actively backstabbing. It's each a family, other. <laughs> and he just takes it on their word. Yeah, and there's no, well, there's no contract. Like it's interesting. Like what is the na- Like what is the contract? How does Ferengi contract law work? <laughs> you know, like you got to think. Of, yeah, because you know, there's also an element of like. But anyway, yeah. So there's obviously this notion because, like, if you're if you if you were an American business and it was like the government was opening, I don't know, like a new office and needed needed you know they're they're, they're going to another con- continent and they mm-hmm. they're opening an office there and they're gonna have stuff for sale, you need large volumes of sarin gas, <laughs> right, for their embassy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if if you're doing that, you're not just gonna be like, well, I mean, you are gonna be just like, hey, buddy, yeah, like some of your sarin gas, yeah. But you're gonna open it up to a public tender. And you're going to have, like, your buddy has to be actually, like, you have to know, he has to be able to prove to, like, a third party that he has the sarin gas gas (laughs) and that he can actually, like, produce enough of it uh, and, and reliably... To sell it to you, you you, like you're not going to get a big government contract just based on like a yeah, and you only deliver half the sarin gas. Like, (laughs) Like, what you're going to leave that embassy in a very awkward position. (laughs) So uh, to to just see the Ferengis just sort of like willy nilly handing out these opportunities, like huge huge business deals. We're talking about like an entire quadrant of the galaxy Mm -hmm. being under the control of a single Ferengi person. For a, a, a particular type of deal, which I mean, one is not going to go weird. well for them because yeah. 
everyone's going to be undercutting them or operating like competing yeah. against them. It's well, not this, as is, though- this is how it works. And even if the Ferengis don't, even if the right. other Ferengi don't, like you're buying a monopoly, like you're, I guess you're buying a monopoly from you're other a Ferengi, Ferengi monopoly, and that's um, it. Yeah, so it's like, uh, why? Anyway, which I think you n- also have to expect that no other Ferengi is going to honor. Yeah, because they're Ferengi. <laughs> like, yeah, and I, well, and I think like it's also like this notion that also it also kind of flies in the face of the way like most trade cartels work. Like, typically you don't buy like you don't buy like the right to sell wing nuts in X territory. Yeah. Like, like you're not going. I I am going to go from Britain to India and only sell Darjeeling tea. You no, you buy the 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 contract for the ship or whatever, and you do the the business in Hyderabad. Or you do like the business in wherever, like, and just everything going in and out of there is yours, right? Like yeah. it's done, you know, because you because you're running the ships, also, right? Like you're doing the shipping and you're running all that. Yeah, you've got a monopoly yeah. on it. So if he was giving Ge- away monopoly on planets and said like, yeah, this this planet or this star system, yeah, is yours, yeah, and I get half of all the profits that come out of it. Even that's more believable, yeah, than to say. And 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 far less resource intensive for the Ferengi operating it, right? Yeah, I mean, like here's the synthale truck, and here's the <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Because like, <clears throat> if you if you're taking if you're f- flying whatever your your fleet of merchant ships, and you only go to like you only have to go to one planet, and you can get all of yeah. the stuff and and move it out, like that's one trip sort of thing. Uh, or you have to do like this big round trip where you're or send. Yeah, you got a, your, a huge number of ships. Yeah, you got your ship on the literal milk run. Yeah, yeah, for Synthahall. Like running all the way <laughs> around it's the not Gamma Synthale, Quadrant. It's Synthahall, or uh, or you've got like enough ships to service every star system in the Gamma Quadrant. Like it just yeah. it's unfathomably a bad yeah. idea. Yeah. No, I think I think if we're now I like this idea. Like I think one thing is like I could see like a Ferengi business model working. Like again, being like the U.S., where you have this notion of like. The, the Ferengis come in offering a model to less developed civilizations as a model of like development. And they say, we're going to install fusion draw, fusion reactors and get you replicators and we're going to get you up to speed. And, you know, and, you know, we're going to credit you. We're going to credit you the money. Yeah. Like, gonna, I know you don't have yeah, the resources. To yeah. Pay yeah. For yeah, it yeah. Up we, you know, you're never you're never you're not going to get quantum entangled. Uh, you're not going to get quantum entangled crystalline transistors. Uh, on your own, we'll 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 provide them. We'll loan you, and then it's like, well, you know, we did lend you all that money, and it's more money than you can ever pay back. So I think it's only fair that we get your dilithium crystal or your oxygen or whatever it is, yeah. right? And this, you know, and I and, and I think that is an that is a model of like vulture capitalism uh, that we have going on. You know, that's when we very much how like you know World Bank kind of model is, uh, and you can is I think something that could be viable for the Ferengi. Like they they go in they, and they find these less developed civilizations also who don't know them or aren't forewarned about them. Uh, and they can kind of, you know, they can kind of end up getting these kind of deals. With I think them. that is sort of like a, uh, a Federation business model in some ways though. Yeah. Oh yes. And the, and the Federation is very much the United States also. <laughs> like the Federation, yeah. I think is known for, for going into, places that have like just gotten the warp drive and they're like we are going to help you develop but you have to give us resources in return like you have to be a part of the federation yeah yeah Yeah, you have to accept certain policy parameters to yeah and and most of them are like okay with it because it means that they they all of a sudden are are part of this integral or interstellar defense force 
and yeah. like a trade network. And so they're like, yeah, this this seems great. We'll join the Federation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think at any point, if you're like, actually, we're not okay with this, the Federation is like, okay, but we're pulling out of everything. Yeah. Like any Federation property gets removed from your planet now. Yeah. And it's sort of like, it's like throwing them back to the Stone Age. Yeah. I think yeah. it's an actual thing that yeah, happens I think in this Star is, Trek, Yeah, so. I think this is something that's quite, yeah. Yeah, and this is, I think, like one of the problems. And this, and this is also the problem with, and I mean, and the, and the Federation inherits this through like 20th century Oh yeah, 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 yeah. led internationalism. Well, I mean, right, because like, it's written by yeah, exactly. This is well, it's about yeah, 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 yeah. So like this is you know, so this is a very real problem we have in the world, and it's something that is 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 copied forward into the Federation, um, and yeah. So anyway, so I, I'm interested in how the Ferengi hope to be, you know, they're I mean, the Ferengi are painters like these businessmen, but they're not nearly as effective as the Federation is. No, no, <laughs> and I mean, like, they're also sort of a caricature, right? Yeah, like, the Ferengi all think they're really good at business. And and individually, I think there are some Ferengi who end up being good at business. Yeah. But I think overall, you end up with Ferengi. Like Ferenginar is not a powerful yeah. planet. People are not in fear of the Ferengi. Most yeah. of the time, they're a laughing stock, and yeah. and they're considered sort of like undesirable to have around mm-hmm. because they're going to try and rob you blind. Their ships are militarily quite powerful because when they first encounter when the when the Enterprise first encounters the a Ferengi ship, they have like a a very nasty like. They're they're really outgunned by the Ferengi ship. Yeah, I mean some of that is retconned through DS Nine, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, because that whole episode with with TNG is is the backstory is that uh, Picard has blown up a different Ferengi ship, right? Right. So you have the Picard. There's a Picard maneuver that like the Ferengi ship is is winning against him, and he uh, evacuates. Whatever I can't remember what ship he was on at the time. Yeah, he he evacuates everybody and uses the ship to destroy the Ferengi. Yeah, so that all of his people survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets court-martialed because the ships command, are expensive. He was command. He was in command of a ship when it was destroyed. So there's an automatic court-martial, but he's cleared yeah. of it because like yeah. people survived and he did well. Yeah, but then this other Ferengi, because he killed his cousin, this Ferengi is like on the hunt for him. Right. Yeah. So like he's yeah. he's tracking him down and. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why they have like this militarily powerful vessel is that it was a Ferengi who was hell bent on revenge. Right. Like he wasn't doing sure. business anymore. Right. Yeah. yeah He'd yeah, become yeah. irrational. Right. And only wanted to only find wanted Picard revenge, and, yeah. and hurt him. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, that, I mean, so, I think that's, that was yeah. like the, the retcon yeah. sort of a thing was yeah. like, no, 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 no. That was like a one time Ferengi. Yeah. <laughs> it was a one time. Renegade. Uh, he was irrational. For renegade. <laughs> That's that's the it's going for renegade. (laughs) But yes, okay. So ultimately, we they're they're kind of just a mafia caricature. So they're not actually that like. It's really hard to make these sort of like conclusions about it. But they seem to be run actually in a very like kind of maf. I mean, a mafioso kind of way. Absolutely doesn't seem particularly efficient. Yeah, Um, like they they they're they're holding a meeting on a space station. Where like the dons of the family all get together and discuss like the business deals and the future of the Ferengi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like this is yeah. Like come on. Like yeah. It's not. A, yeah. I don't. I don't. I feel like shareholders are properly consulted in Ferengi society. No. So it's like you know like super yeah, weird. They're they're not really good arch capitalists. Like they're supposed to, you know. Yeah. 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 Um. 
But anyway, that was so that was. But anyway, it was, it was fun to see Quark sweat. It was fun to see Quark sweat. It was really exciting to get rules of acquisition. Yeah, we love rules of acquisition. Yeah, you're gonna play it's the gonna music be, again. Uh, yeah, so we're gonna <laughs> see more. We're gonna get more of them presumably, and I'm really hoping to do. Like, we can really get deep into what's going on with the rules of acquisition. So yeah, we'll we'll do more of those as we move forward. But um, but I think I mean certainly the first rule of acquisition is actually very good money management advice. Yeah, once you have their money, you never yeah, give it yeah, back. Yeah, don't give it back. Yeah, that's that's very intelligent. Like that's that's rational. Um the other one about family just seems arbitrarily cruel. But I guess, you know, it's uh can also be I mean I think generally, and we're gonna find this out, but like generally the rules of acquisition are like not actually bad axioms to live by. Yeah. Except it's weird to have a rule that says don't let family in the way of business when you have like a mafia civilization. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's a little incongruous, but whatever. But like, like, yeah. I, one of the rules I can is like a deal is a deal. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's actually not a bad yeah. thing. Yeah. Where's that? There's that. There's that clip where Quark like where Quark like completely like breaks down the the real politic of the war between the Federation and the Dominion <laughs> using like the rules of acquisition. And this is going to be years before we get there. But uh, yeah, it's wild. So it can be good. Yeah. Okay, I guess with that, we will uh, shut it down. Yeah. Down. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You have been listening to Emissaries of Profits. I'm Stephen. I'm Marshall. And uh, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, tweet us, at us. We're yep. on Instagram. We're on tw- at AssetDroid. We're on Twitter, at AssetDroid. Um, you can email us, marshall at androidsandassets.ca. Steve, Steve at androidsandassets.ca. Um, yeah, we're hoping to get some guests on this up in this piece soon. Yeah, so yeah. you know, if you tell are, your friends about us, yeah, you know, if you have a Star Trek podcast, get in touch with us. Maybe we can do a crossover. Yeah, uh, we're always looking for those kinds of sweet collabs. <laughs> yeah, collab so opportunity. Yeah, so it can be you know emissaries or profits, FT. <laughs> Um, Whatever your show is. Polytrex. <laughs> hint, hint. Shashank and Barry. <laughs> hey. All right. Okay. All right. Thanks so much. Yeah. Da, da, da. <laughs> I always do it in my head. 